Welcome to the Before Midnight podcast, coming to you from the N Plus One studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. In this podcast, we explore the world of age group triathletes. We'll be looking at the real world challenges of being an amateur multi-sport athlete. I am your host, Linda Word, along with my ho- co-host, Brian Schenkenfelder. What's going on, Brian? It's been a couple weeks. It has been a few weeks. You've been lost. I've been and lost. now you've found. <laughs> I haven't really been lost. I've been, um, Yeah. <laughs> You've been lost. I've been lost. I knew where I was. You didn't. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good. good. So tell us what you've been up to these last couple weeks. It's been Oh, my gosh. It has been forever. My schedule got uh, really, really, really insane. And, uh, I mean, it was sad that I could not come up with an hour or two to come over and do this. And it was a bummer. But um, where... Employment is kind of a strange thing right now, and I am doing kind of double shifts over at the school. Um, I'm not able to leave until 5.15, 5.30. Right now, um, our custodian is even ill, so I'm doing that job. <laughs> so it's, like, it's like normally I'd be able to get out of there at 5, and yeah, that's not happening. And then somebody else had surgery, so I'm covering their shift and then doing my job. And then uh, I'm getting my master's and I had a video project last week holy cow that was an experience because yeah talk about teaching an old dog new tricks <laughs> I, it was due midnight Wednesday I got it in at 1145 so that tells you nothing nothing like waiting until the last second well I had <laughs> all right so the way it worked you'll laugh at me because you know how to do all this stuff I don't I should have just consulted with you like weeks ago well you talked about doing that I know. Well, I ended up doing it. um, It was a behavior project, and I did positive and negative reinforcement, and I wanted to use my chickens because I thought that would be kind of fun. Well, they really weren't cooperating as far as video. (laughs) That's the fun part of videos. Like, yeah, you you sometimes you take multiple, multiple, multiple takes to get what you want. I just kind of gave up. I'm like, I'm not doing video. Well, (laughs) what happened? I was going to do, like, the behavior that I was looking at with the chickens was the behavior of the chickens going into the coop. Right. Except that two weeks ago, something attacked one of my chickens in the coop. So they weren't going in the coop anymore at all. Oh, uh, well, like, that's fun. They were like, no, we're not. We'll go in and eat, and then we're out. I mean, they wouldn't stay. It was it was very, um, very concerning. So I was like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> so I did still pictures instead, and I got some great pictures. I know you're not a huge iPhone fan, but they t- it takes really nice pictures. Yeah. So I got gorgeous almost, pictures of the cats. Almost all the phones nowadays have just superior cameras. I, I remember yeah. the days like when you used to carry the little portable cameras around with you to take pictures of everything. Yeah. And it's like that it's a whole industry that went away with cell phones, especially oh. when cell phone cameras are as good as they are nowadays. The, yeah, the, there's... The point I, of shoot. I mean, professional photographers have separate cameras, but... I don't know anybody else who does anymore. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's really no need to because yeah. the, the phones are just that good. Yeah, I mean, and why carry around extra stuff? Agreed. So so I ended up doing um, still pictures of my chickens and my cat because it was sort of, you know, positive reinforcement. The chickens are in the coop. I feed them. Negative reinforcement. The cat is in the coop. I take the cat out of the coop. The chickens go in the coop, you know. <laughs> so... So, and, and I got some great pictures, so I did it on Google Slides. Right. And I did audio recordings, and I found out how to do that. YouTube is great. So I added an audio recording to each frame, to each slide. Right. Awesome. All right, how do I put this in a video so I can upload it to YouTube? Well, you can't. 
Well, you can, but each slide is, is shown the same length. That wasn't going to work. Like I could right. only set like a 30 second interval or a 10 second interval. Okay. Some of the slides were over 30 seconds. Some of them were like 10 seconds. Right. Uh, problem. Big problem. I'm like, all right, how am I going to work around this? So what I ended up doing was doing uh, PDFs, I guess, of each slide. And I took out the audio and basically had a picture of each slide. And I did iMovie because I've got an, a Mac. Okay. And I put the pictures into that, recorded again for like the 15th time. Right. <laughs> Thank you, podcast. I've had a lot of practice, so it wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> Just took some time. Oh, yeah. And recorded all the audio, put the audio on, and then stretched out each slide the way it was supposed to be. So Okay. That makes sense. So now I know how to do it. And hopefully, I should probably like redo it every week just so I don't forget for the next time, a year down the line when I have to do this again. But it was nerve-wracking. And then because of that, I got behind on all my readings for the regular class. And I was like, oh, my God. It was a, it was a crazy, what the hell was that? Like a bird just hit the window. Some of the joys of, of having windows in your house. <laughs> <laughs> having a lot of windows in your house. So that was crazy. I got an, I'm up a new age group last week, too. So that was exciting. Well, I always was. With yeah, we try. You were all year. Yeah. But for running. It's actual birthday. It was an actual yeah. birthday. I had several people on Facebook. They were like, wait, <laughs> one of my friends, she was like, I should have been racing for the last four months because <laughs> I wouldn't have been in her age group. <laughs> oh, like, you moved in train. Yeah. She was like, oh, man, bummer. I guess you're faster than her. So, mm-hmm. Several other people were like, yay, now it's safe for me to race. <laughs> I got another year. You're not in my age group. <laughs> <laughs> you lost a spot, gained a spot, depending you on which go. side of that divide you're on. <laughs> It's quite a compliment. It's kind of like, oh, that's yeah, there nice. you go. That's nice good. for people to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. When they're like, yay. So that's good. Let's cool. see. What else did I do last week? The last two weeks, I raced. Yeah. Felt like crap. That's always fun because I'm sure you've been training oh, yeah. diligently. Just diligently training. Oh, my God. <laughs> my training has been cut at least by two thirds. Yeah. Like, I'm lucky to get in a pool once a week really lucky to get on a bike once a week that's like every other week i think and then running running i've done two or three times a week i've kept up with that yeah but what's the off season man there's no need to yeah (laughs) i guess but it's like fall racing for you know i mean the fall races i'd signed up for this race like back in february yeah i did really well in it 2019 i won the overall for the 12k and i was like uh but then all of a sudden it was here, and I was like, maybe I'll just pick up my shirt and leave and not run. I ran. I ended up getting second overall for the women. I was 90 seconds slower than I was two years ago. I was actually okay with that, considering how <laughs> little I've trained. I was like, yeah. But all those overalls and age groups and stuff, it it really all just does depend on who else shows up. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's always who shows up, because you're not the fastest person in the world. No. <laughs> not by a long shot. And Ever. if you're not the fastest in the world, then it very much matters who shows up. And even exactly. like the fastest two or three, it probably matters to some extent how good of a day they're having. But generally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're the best in the world, then you can expect to win your age group all the time. If you're not, well, then, yeah, it's really who shows up that day. <laughs> the lady that beat me, it was, it's an out and back. It's a half marathon and a 12K. So it's an out and back and then uh, for the 12K and then an out and back the other way for the half marathon. All the bibs are the same. You don't know who's in what race. And I, you know, so you can, since it's out and back, you can kind of count. And I can count, you know, how many women are in front of me. 
and I lost track at about six. I'm like, yeah, uh, okay, I'm, I'm back there. I mean, I'm still, you know, seventh or eighth, whatever, you know, of the women. That's not too bad. And I don't know how many of them are doing a half. So we're at the turnaround, and the lady that I was closest to, she did the turnaround, and I asked her. I said, you doing the half for the 12K? And she said, half. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to let her go, because I probably could have chased her down. Yeah. You know, I knew I wasn't going to chase down anybody else. And the other women, they were way too far ahead. But I would have, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to let her go. <laughs> Turns out, no, she thought I meant like a half of the half. She yeah. was doing the 12K. Oh. So she won. Okay. Yeah, it's all right. You know, she only bad, she bad about 30 seconds or something. And yeah. she, but I saw her at the finish and I was like, son of a biscuit. But oh well. Yeah, not, that, not that important to me. It's okay. Yeah. I had beat her two years ago. By oh, okay. about a, Well, actually, two years ago, I won by gun time, not by chip time. Right. That was one of the. That was one of the only races that's happened. I learned my lesson. It's like okay, do line up up front. Even and it's hard being a woman. The guys are going to be faster than you. They just start, of course. But I've had several guys tell me you need to be up front because even though you're slower than us, you're still faster than those women and it's gun time you need to be up here so i do you know even though the guys are all going to blow me away and maybe i'm going to be in some you know i hate being in anybody else's way well the key is is to get behind those first two lines of guys yeah and then roll from there because you're probably going to be okay because the guys are the the really aggressive are going to be in that front line or two they're they're not going to be in the back anywhere (laughs) no generally 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 Yeah. And I mean, you know, this guy, he's not generally an overall winner, but he is a winner of his age group. Right. He is faster than me, but he's like, you need to be up here where I am. So he doesn't care that I'm in front of him, even though he's faster than me, because he's not going for overall. Right. But he knows that I am. Right. Or have the potential to. So, but when I, I mean, winning that by, oh God, it was like 20 or 30 seconds by gun time. Right. And not by chip time. I was like, oh, okay. So, ladies, pay attention. If you've got a shot, you need to you need to line up up front. Yeah, I mean, the key is is just if you're unsure, just line up in that third or fourth row. Yeah. Yeah, depending on how big the race is, obviously. But like the local races with 100, 200 people, you get behind that second or third row. It's generally people who aren't very good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, as a woman, you can kind of see. All right, you know, I know who generally who the faster women are in my area you know in this area and it's like okay who's here right you know all right i don't know this chick and honestly age doesn't matter i mean i've beat plenty of women that are much much younger than me so when i see a 20 something lying up near the front i tend to think that they're going to be faster than me but that's not always the case right so Um, the people who line up front generally understand what's going on this is a race yeah. Sometimes you get people that are like, oh, I'll just get out in front, and that way it gives me more time to finish instead of being in the back and starting yes. later than everybody else. And those people are just in for a rude awakening <laughs> when they get run over. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're anywhere near the guys, because the guys don't care. They'll just plow through you. Yeah. They, they don't care. They're, they're, they're racing. Yeah. The, the, the serious racers are just going to plow you over, and it's just not going to be a, a good experience for <laughs> you. Well, yeah, if you're if you're not if you're if you're walking or run walking, you, yeah, just just yeah, get in the back just somewhere. Get in the back somewhere. <laughs> get in the back. Yeah. I uh, did the flying pig uh, three way challenge with extra cheese one year, and you do a one mile Friday night, you do a five k and a ten k on Saturday, and then you do a half marathon on Sunday. Right. That one mile race, 
there were, I mean, it was packed. It was really narrow. It was also wet. It had been raining and there were a lot of people. And I was trying to be fairly close up front, you know, I mean, it, and there was some walkers there and I was like, you may want to move back. And they wouldn't, I was like, you are going to get run over. And they were in the way. I mean, it was very, very annoying. But so don't be that person. Well, the problem is, is you realize too late that you made a mistake. That's always the problem. And, and you become a danger. Either you're going to get knocked, bumped, or you're mm-hmm. going to trip somebody. Mm-hmm. It's just going to end poorly for you in those situations. If, yes. if you're a walking type, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with doing no, them as that. of course but not. You need to be towards the back and not towards the front. Right. Because it really does not matter for anybody except for the three overalls. Right. Because the age group's done by chip. All age groups are done by chip. Yep. Right. So it's like, it matters to six people. So And those people that are competing for that spot. For those, those spots, six so. spots. The, the, yeah. about, there's about, usually about 20 or so people it really matters. Yep. Depending on the size of the race. Yep. Yeah. So... Anyway, so yeah, it's been a crazy two weeks. So tell me, what have you been doing for the last two weeks? Soccer, man. Soccer's all soccer, the time. Soccer, soccer, soccer. Yeah. No, this last week was the first time we haven't had select games in this whole season. Oh, wow. Which was crazy. We still had a Y game, and that's okay. a work in progress. I'm beginning to realize that my problem with that team is now I've kind of got them playing a little bit better in space and kind of playing roles, but none of them know how to score. Goals, really. Okay. I think the problem is, as I was sitting there thinking about it, because I was very frustrated after we lost again and against a team we, we should have probably beaten handily, Oh. was they just can't, once the ball goes forward, they can't put it in the back of the net. And I think the problem was really most of these kids were probably not the primary goal scorer when they played on the small fields. Oh. Those kids moved on to select soccer. And aren't. And aren't doing this anymore, so it's a bunch of kids who have some skill, Mm -hmm. but they weren't the primary scorers, so they really just don't know how to kind of take over a game and and, and push through and and get those goals. Hmm. They probably got a lot of their goals via secondary type things or kind of fell to their feet in front of the goal and they kicked it in. They were not really the type that either made their own goals or found somebody else and got them the ball for the their goal because they probably weren't the best players on their teams. Yeah. Hmm. So that just kind of struck me as I was thinking, re- reviewing back over the game and just my general frustration with the fact that I mean, just a lot of missed goals. They just missed goals. They just they just don't know how to pass. They don't know what to do with it on the attacking okay. end. Really, some yeah. of them do, and then they just miss their shots. That happens. It's yeah. just. They need to be play as a team, and you know it's you can't go one against five, and they're still trying to do that too much. Where you've got to find your teammate, make the pass, and then right. shoot once you get it in a position to shoot. I mean, Alex knows how to do that, but well, he was playing like, goalie. Oh, there you go. Because yeah. he was injured, where he's recovering, he's he's fine now. He got what he do? He got kicked in the instep Ooh. and had a bruise. Mm. Yeah, he really struggled to in the the games that previous weekend. Okay. So I kept him out of practice all week just to let it heal. And he played goalie on Saturday. There's okay. not as much a chance of getting hurt. And then he, he seems to be better now. Okay. So we'll be, we'll be back to uh, select soccer, practicing, and games this weekend. Okay. We also, this last weekend, yeah, so we don't have games. So then we like fill it up with other things. One of Alex's former classmates, who's a grader two younger than him, had a birthday. We okay. ended up, they ended up just having a dinner, inviting a couple 
families over at okay. like a Mexican restaurant. We, we had to go do that on like Friday night. We went over to their house for a little while, let the kids play a little bit. Well, Saturday night, I had another I'm birthday sorry, party. I'm sorry, you all have the birthday parties of the century here for Well, that's right. Child. Everybody so, else is you like... Know, so that. everybody was like, well, what? how can we compare? You know. Well, that was it. I was like, yeah, this yeah. is kind of anticlimactic. Where's the yeah. jumpies? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I don't know where like, you yeah, people I know, were I when I was 10, but oh my God. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. You got to step your game up. <laughs> yeah. No, they just they just don't even try anymore. You guys have the pinnacle. I mean, you guys get like the biggest blow up water slide thing that you can get. I did not get on it, though. Thank goodness. Because I heard the last time you had grown ups do that, somebody like had to get shoulder surgery. So I was like, yeah. Oh, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. We were young and stupid. Because your wife was like, things. hey, Linda, you should do this for your birthday. I'm like, no. <laughs> No, no. We we just we we had a I had a nice calm birthday. Yeah, because Saturday night we had another birthday party that was yours. That's mine. Which you didn't. Well, you came to eventually. Your I came, came to eventually to, to drive a bunch of drunk people home. Two of us, just me and your wife. It was my birthday. Yes. And it was a horrible week. Yeah. My designated driver crapped out on me, so I had to drive myself there. Right. And then. Luckily, your wife was like, Brian's coming to get me. And I'm like, oh, good. Yeah, no, <laughs> Brian's I was... giving me a ride home, too, then. <laughs> yeah, we It was up... Oktoberfest and everything right. was great. Made it to the end of the party. Huh. And the rainstorm. And after the rainstorm. After yeah. the rainstorm. And then I guess it did rain a little bit while we were there. Yeah, it was pouring while you were there. It was just one of those things where there's no way I could have come earlier. Yeah. Alex would never have made it. He was dying the hour we were there. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's a great place to go hiking and stuff, but he wouldn't have. It's not a place for just kids yeah. with around a bunch of adults. I mean, there's a lot of families that go there, and they're you know, if you're going there with like you could other sets of kids, but even then, there's just do not that much to do. Kids are gonna get bored in about an hour, or maybe two. You might get two out of it. I mean, there's there's the pond there. I don't know if they can fish on it. And cor- I mean, my there's kids a pond up play- top that you can fish in. Yeah. My kids play cornhole. I mean, but my kids. You can play cornhole. Yeah, like that's only going to last fifteen minutes with kids. Yeah, little ones do fine because of the gravel they've got and they've got digging stuff. Right, they've got some stuff. So, kids under like four and five can be pretty well entertained at that place. But anyway, it's a brewery with a farm for anybody. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a neat place. Yeah, it's a good place to kind of hang out. It's I said it's it's okay for kids, but it's very limited in how long you can. Well, Keep thank you, thank you for dragging your son and coming. And well, and the football game was on, but anyway, Jenny was saying you were staying for watching football at home. That's why you were. Well, there was a bunch of football games on. Uh, My team was playing. Florida State was playing. I was waiting for the end of that game, and I was going to okay. come on out for a little while because that was the game up. that was on. Because okay. well, the other game was Kentucky game. That was the game that was on. Kentucky was playing Florida. There's two Florida teams. Sorry. There's a whole bunch of Florida teams. <laughs> It's, it's college. It's college. It's There's a bunch of college. There's a bunch of colleges in the state of Florida, and oh. a lot of them play football. <laughs> okay, my bad. But no, there's University of Florida and there's Florida State are the two major okay. universities. So which down one was there. playing UK? Florida University of Florida. University of Florida. Okay. That game was on there. We watched the end of it there. Watched Kentucky beat Florida. And I was not at all sad to see Florida. Lose. Okay. <laughs> Being the rival of Florida State. Okay. Oh, okay. Got yeah. It. So they're rivals. Okay. And so again, another team that wears orange, which my son likes orange, which just still drives me a little bit crazy. <laughs> How did that happen? He's just always liked orange. At least he's embraced like a rival that's not like a bitter rival. Okay. He's a big Clemson fan. That's his orange team. It's not like okay. Florida or Miami, the other two orange teams. What about Tennessee? Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Tennessee would have been fine if he engaged them. Okay. Because I don't care about Tennessee. 
Okay. Or like Syracuse. If he'd been a Syracuse fan, I'd have been cool with that too. Okay. But no one's fans of Tennessee or Syracuse. <laughs> I mean, he's after he likes the big teams, and Clemson is one of the top teams in the country the last year. So. Okay. He's he's a front runner follower, <laughs> which I mean that's what kids do. They, well, they yeah, take the team gonna, that wins all the time. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, Florida State won all the time, so <laughs> I get so it. Good. You know, I was a Dallas Cowboy fan. They were always the big oh, yeah, team, and was on. They always won, and they were always on TV. That's you become fans of those teams that are. Right. They're good all the time. It's just it's what you do as a kid because you're not going to cheer for the, the crappy team that wins one game each year. <laughs> What's the fun in that? You like to win. You're 10 years yeah, old. You like to celebrate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. no, be I'm on the it. losing end all the time. <laughs> so that's good times. Um, Let's see. Football, yeah. soccer. What else did you do? We had a game night on Sunday to finish out the weekend. Oh, jeez. One of our friends, they brought a couple, they had a couple kids, they had a couple kids, they brought them over. We uh, did a, a, a mini game night. The kids cool. played some games, we talked, and then we jumped in for a few games, but for the most part, it was a pretty kind of chill night, but they didn't leave till like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, oh. which isn't a problem because Alex has fall break. Fall break. But for me, that was Which is why I can ideal. be here. <laughs> yeah, so I did. Yeah, workouts didn't get done until Monday morning, <laughs> like really early. It was like before seven. That's okay. Well, I mean the the big one I I do. It's her yeah. race week, so she didn't have. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the one who was the one who's kind of anxious about the workouts. Yeah, hers was yeah. yeah. Rest. You're racing this. Week. Have yeah. fun. Chill out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we have a, a lot of people racing. We have a couple that finished their races, did well too. Yay! Yay! Yay. It's always Congratulations. good. Congratulations! Yeah. Client does well. Yes, yes, that's always good, especially for like first or second time. I mean, it's been years. We had two clients, two halves, and one of them. I mean, it's been like thirty years since he's raced like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, as a close. coach, it's always this kind of like though. Well, hopefully they'll do well because to some extent, it's always a crapshoot what happens yeah. on race day. Even if you're fit, you can still have a a day where you just don't feel well. Right. Or yeah, I know you the peak just didn't hit perfect. Yeah. Because yeah, it's different away. for every athlete and stuff like that. Right. And sometimes it's, you just have that day where everything goes wrong. You know, shoes come untied, you trip, you have to go to the bathroom every five minutes. Yeah, stuff like that happens yeah. in race day. There's nothing you can do about stuff like that. Yeah. You, know, you get tripped on the face beginning of the race because some slow person's up front and you trip over them. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's something that can happen in yeah. a race or you know, that can try. You can get a flat tire on the bike. And uh, yes. there's just so much stuff you can't control on race day. Yeah, you hope your athletes have good races. It's always fun when they do have a good race because then it's yeah. like, oh, yay. <laughs> well, I mean, and I think we uh, emphasize to our athletes or let them know, you know, anything can happen on race day. Yeah, you, you try know? to at least. Just... They don't believe that. No. <laughs> no <laughs> one don't. believes that. Nobody believes that. <laughs> I learned, though, I mean, pretty well, you know, qualifying for Boston. It's like, okay, what's all the bad things that can happen? And a bunch of them happened and just kind of worked through it. And- you know, you keep on going. Yeah, the key is, is how can you just focus on the race and not get caught up in the emotions of the day. Yeah, not to ha- not to have one bad thing ruin the entire race. You know, okay, deal with it, go on. What's next? Yeah. You know, how am I going to get over that? Flat tire is a bit of a problem, but... Well, I mean, there's nothing you can do. It's yeah. something that happens. Change it and go on, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's really all you can do in those situations, the best you can. If yeah. not, you pack up and... Do another race in <laughs> somewhere down the road. Yeah. It's not like there's not more races coming up. Yeah. It's not like it's the Olympics and yeah, yeah, you're it's the you're, only one. It's the only one, yeah. <laughs> I put a random race in for myself for the spring just so that I could do a training plan. Well there you <laughs> go. Yeah, April sounds Start nice. Training. I have no idea what's going on in April, but we'll stick something in there. Well now we're kind of pretty much in the off season. I guess runners 
got another month maybe. But for the most part, yeah. we're heading into the off season part of the of the schedule. And you know, this is probably you know people ask, what do you do in the off season? I was thinking about that. I'm like, for me, this is the time you lose weight, right? Because this is the time I can have huge calorie deficits and have crappy training <laughs> because of that. <laughs> And get ready for the holidays. And get ready for the holidays. I mean, the, the challenge is the holidays. People always freak out about the holidays. But generally, you're talking about just a handful of days that are bad. As long as you can kind of wrap them around those handful of days with some good days, you can offset those really bad days that you know are coming. You know Thanksgiving's coming. You know maybe the day or two after Thanksgiving with other family. You know, that, that early that part of that week. You're not in education. <laughs> it's like two months of people... You're not in education. It's like two months of people bringing stuff in the workroom, like full of. You just have to avoid that. It's my office. No, but anyway. You just have to avoid it. That's yeah. really the, the reality. Yeah. Moderation. I know that stuff happens. Yeah. You got to moderate it. You got to make sure you're really on your calorie counts during that time of the year, just so that you don't have too many blow up days back to back. And if you're going to mm-hmm. have, a, if you know there's going to be a blow up day or two coming, you got to really be light those days leading up to it and light the days coming out of it. So anyway, it's just it's just something that this is a good time because you, training doesn't matter. This is when I can do in my extreme diets if I need to lose some some weight real quickly. Mm-hmm. This is the time to do it because the training shouldn't matter. You're just training to kind of maintain some base right. level of fitness for the next year, just to keep moving so you don't completely lock up and become couch potato and you know just try to keep that routine going through the winter so yeah. that when the next year comes on, you're, you you at least have that routine in place. Yeah. So this is the time to do that. If you want to do your whatever <laughs> Dieting know, extreme diet you want to do, the Atkins diet or whatever, <laughs> this is a good time to cut out a lot of the carbs too Yeah. and go into the low-carb mode. Uh, you know, you that can, all sounds miserable. I'm probably just going to continue to eat. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do the cleanses where you don't eat for like two or three days. Oh, no. There was no. a guy at Swim Tea that did that for three days. I didn't eat for three days. I was like, holy cow. He was like, yeah, the first day or so was hard that's second third day wasn't as hard the problem was i couldn't do anything if i did any like activity it would like yeah. i would immediately get tired <laughs> you know I, the one thing that always kills me on those the, the reason why i've never done i i guess i'm way too much of a coffee addict i'm like i wouldn't be able to have coffee with cream and sugar to start off my day and i'm too you just have to drink it black oh god <laughs> <laughs> if you drink it black you don't have an issue <laughs> just now. i just need to not have anything and just have water or something but. right you have to change it to water that i can do it for like 24 hours more than that it's just like this this is dumb or if you're <laughs> just gonna let me like take my calories liquid at least let me take some calories in i just ha- i have to be able to chew <laughs> oh, I, I could get by without that i don't i'm not a big food dude, so no, it doesn't no. bother me i uh i need to chew but all right sounds like a plan you let us know how that works out if you do that <laughs> no i'm not gonna do it I, I just it's funny because the season ends and i start losing weight almost immediately that's funny because yeah. I'm a lot more careful about calories once the season ends. And I, the activity I do is enough to start sending me downhill. Yeah, because the last couple of weeks with my activity level being so different, I've put on three, four pounds. Yeah. I mean, just happen overnight just because the activity level is so different. This week I'm on fall break. I have time to run and swim. And right. And da, 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 you know, and yeah. it's already going to go down. Because I mean, like, because you know, my goal for the off season is to try to get within a, you know, within two or three, four pounds of what I want my race weight to be. Therefore, right. when I go into base, I can lose those couple pounds, mm-hmm. put myself in position for the build and race. 
This is this is when you got to do it. I mean, really, the off-season and base is when you need to lose weight. You, you shouldn't be losing weight during the main part of your season no, when you're no. racing. You're not going to have as good a training. Right. You need those. So. Lots to think about. All right. Well, thank you all for listening and being with us this week. I'm back. Yay. One Yay. more. Yay. Hopefully, I'll be back on schedule. and I won't miss so many more. You won't have to listen to Brian all alone. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.